0: Welcome Welcome to the Giorgio Says Podcast, filling the tea with Giorgio Takanakis. If you love to keep up to date with all the latest pop culture news and celebrity gossip, then this is the podcast for you. Now, Now, please welcome please welcome welcome your host, Giorgio Takanakis. All right, welcome back to another episode of Giorgio Says the Podcast. Um, Obviously, this week, we are going to be breaking down the latest episode of Vanderpump Rules. And I also have some um, more updates that are very interesting uh, regarding Scandoval and uh, all the craziness that's been going on the last two weeks. And a lot of you have been sending me messages that you are uh, fatigued from this whole Scandaval thing. I think I'm right there with you. It's just like a train wreck. You can't turn your head. You have to keep watching. So I'm in the thick of it, as many of you guys are. But we did have a new episode of Vanderpump Rules this week, which, you know, was odd. I have to be honest, because knowing what we know now, obviously everyone's going to be watching the show with their antennas up, right? Looking into everything, every little detail, and just right before this episode aired, we had a warning or a PSA from Andy Cohen himself. And he was basically letting us know that before we watched this episode that aired this past week, we needed to understand that there was no re-editing done. So meaning they did not go back to re-edit the episode um, to kind of fit in with the narrative that is Scandal. So basically whatever the edit was is what was edited prior to Scandal. So what we saw is what we were going to see nonetheless. And this makes it really interesting for a number of reasons because we've never been in a situation like this that I can remember where something big like this happens after a season wraps where then the production company picks up cameras again to then try to add it into the current season so it is different in that way it's also interesting because we're still at the very well yes we're still at the beginning of the season for vanderpump rules like i think we just had episode six so we're not too far into the season yet and already just watching this past episode so many of you reached out and were like, oh my gosh, did you see this? Did you see that? Did you pay attention to this part? Did you see this instant? So yes, it was interesting watching it back because there were moments where you're like, hmm, this is really interesting because I know that technically there's nothing going on yet, but we're seeing Raquel's behavior on the show as, you know, she's free, she's single, she's trying to have fun, we did, um, we did understand a little bit more about the dynamic of Schwartz and all of this. So that's been really interesting. Now that that's going to play out on the show, like because a lot of people think he was just kind of a beard for the whole Scandal situation. And although I don't think that he knew the entire time, I do think there was a certain point where he. Figured it out, or he realized what was going on. And it was probably closer to the time of all of us finding out. I don't think he knew that much. I don't think he knew the entire seven months. But speaking of the seven months, this makes this last week's episode very interesting for a couple of reasons, like I mentioned at the top of the episode. Because when we get to, so the girls get to Vegas whether Katie's <clears throat> divorce party or whatever it is, where they're just, you know, going away for the weekend, want to have a girl's trip, kind of get her mind off of the whole separation and divorce. And they decide to invite Raquel on this trip. And that's where, for me, it just didn't make sense. Like, I don't understand why they would invite Raquel on this trip, only because it, unless they needed a target, like, Katie, Lala, Christina Kelly I was perplexed because of all the people Like I would have thought maybe you would have invited Sheena so that Katie you could go in on her about her trying to push Schwartz onto Raquel but that wasn't the case they did not invite Sheena they instead invite Raquel and I guess they invited Charlie too but Charlie was going to come like a day later but It's interesting because there's a uh, podcast called All Over Jamie. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, so it's looking like we have um, a couple of mutual friends that were just recently on um, Jamie's podcast, Jamie All Over. Go check it out. But um, I believe his name is Kale. He's a mutual friend. And... I guess they were all hanging out that night. So at the end of the episode that aired this week, there was a boys night that Sheena was throwing for Schwartz. And um, Raquel and Charlie show up and kind of, I don't want to say crash it. Cause I, now I'm looking back and I feel like some of the people there knew that they were going to show up nonetheless. There's been some speculation that the affair between Tom and Raquel started that night. So that night that we saw at the end of this past week's episode where they're all hanging out. Apparently after that, um, after the Sky Bar, they went to Saddle Ranch. And they rode the bulls and did all that stuff. And apparently uh, they were... Raquel and Tom were seen at the bar having a very in depthful conversation. They were like in like a deep convo about something. And so that was odd. So it's looking like, and that happened in August of 2022. So if that's the case, then that would line up with this seven month timeline that's out there. So that makes things really interesting. So that means if that is the case, then from This past week's episode going forward, we really are going to have to start paying attention for clues because it seems like it happened around that time or that's when things started to actually uh, progress into like the affair. Um, But going into this last week's episode, I want to kind of break that down and give you my thoughts because although I quickly recapped it on my TikTok, I feel like there's still a lot of stuff in that episode that I just could not fit into 60 seconds but nonetheless so at the top of the episode we have the ladies just right off of um the week before's episode where they were at Vanderpump Paris and then they went to Disco Pussy um and this is where Oliver comes to meet them at Disco Pussy after he serves them dinner because he is a waiter. Uh, A server, rather, at Vanderpump Paris. He's also Garcelle Bouvet's son, if you're not aware. But he ends up coming to Disco Pussy. And so, yes, we saw that play out. Raquel ended up making out with him on the dance floor. So this week's episode is the girls are, are back at their hotel after a night out. And Raquel is smashed. Like, she is... Put a fork in her. She's done. She's like... Warming up leftovers from everybody's food that was packed up and she's like bringing it into Lala and and Lala's room and sitting on the bed and they're having a conversation about what just happened. And so, you know, Lala then says, you know, if I'm going to be honest, Raquel, I don't know if I trust my man around you after you've had a few drinks. And then Raquel's response to that was, well, it's a good thing you don't have a man here for me to take, essentially. And that was an odd response. And Lala says that in the moment when Raquel says it, she says that her face kind of froze, like instant regret. Like she she didn't maybe want to say that in the moment, but she did. And it was like you could tell that she regretted it. But it was out there, and you can see the shock on everyone's face, which is weird, right? Because it's like, it's almost as if, like, this whole scandal thing was all part of the season all along. Because it, knowing what we know now and then seeing that, you're like, oh, this is like, um, what is it? What is it called when they, like, give you a sneak peek of what's to come? Was it like a premonition? No. Nonetheless, you guys probably know what I'm saying. So, but... It, it it almost felt like that, even though that's not the case, right? Because they literally just picked up cameras like a week and a half ago to like pick up the the remaining part of this scandal to try to fit it in. So that was interesting. But I do want to go back to the statement that Lala made about, I don't know if I would trust my man around you after you've had a few drinks. So that statement to me, I don't know why, but I feel like it's just not you can't, you can't put all of that on someone else. So like, if I was out with my partner, right. And some person was flirty and trying to, you know, had had a few drinks and was being flirty and very much, um, all over the place, having a good time. I wouldn't, be worried about leaving my partner around this person because I would trust that my partner would do the right thing so it's that's the only thing about that that I don't agree with because it's like it shouldn't matter who's around your boyfriend partner husband whoever should be respectful of your relationship enough to not entertain whatever that person may throw their way so that's my only shtick about that but moving on so they they have that awkward conversation. Raquel then goes back to her room to try to like go to sleep, but then I guess she comes back around and hears Katie, Lala, and Christina basically making fun of her and laughing at her and just it was a mean girls moment. I'm gonna be honest, I did feel bad for uh, Raquel in this moment because I don't I don't like mean girls vibes like this. It's so. Um, it's just not the vibe when you are, I mean, it's not the vibe at any age, but I'm, I, I find it, it's not, it's, it's cringeworthy when when you're in an age group that's pretty much in their thirties. That I don't want to watch that. Um, I'd rather watch a confrontation happen or some sort of conflict resolution. And yes, shadiness here and there, but this whole like gang up behind someone's back when they're in the other room laughing, making fun of them or doing whatever is not my style. And I, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. So yes, I, even though I know what I know now, I still felt bad for Raquel. I'm going to be honest and you know what? That's okay. We're all human. And I don't think that Rachel Raquel, whatever you want to call her. I'm, it's hard, guys. I have a lot of compassion and sensitivity for people, and I want to see the good in them. And I, I don't see the good in Rachel, Raquel, or Tom Sandoval. So it's it's hard for me to have sympathy in any regard. So, but in that moment, I absolutely did. I also just don't like to see things like that because it's like, it, it just, I don't know. It's just so like bullying in a way or it, it makes it feel like a uh, grade school or something when like a group of kids just don't want to be around a certain kid. And so they they make the kid feel stupid or they make fun of them or they do it in earshot of the kids so the kid hears them basically making fun of it. It just kind of felt like that. And I will say, if we didn't know what we know now and we watched that episode back, I think that Katie, Lala and Christina Kelly would have had a very different next morning because I think everyone would have been coming after them for that particular scene, but that's not the case. So they, uh, they, uh, did not get crucified for that behavior. Although a lot of people did point it out, which I'm glad, I'm glad people are still able to point out that something that they were doing to Rachel in that moment was wrong, even though we know what Rachel was doing or is going to do. So, um, they go to bed, whatever, Now, I also think this is interesting. Like, Rachel didn't seem, like I don't know. It seemed like they were, it was a weird moment because it seemed like there were times where all of them were getting along. Like, I was like, for a second, I was like, oh, okay. Well, it seems like they all could maybe become friends, specifically Lala and Raquel, because we saw them kind of have a couple scenes together. Lala came over to Raquel's apartment. They were talking about this trip. So I was like, oh, maybe this could, you know, This might actually work out, but it didn't. Um, So we get to the next morning and Raquel and the girls are leaving to go, I guess, I don't know what they were going to do. I guess go to the next, oh, they were going to go to Katie's rental home that she got, I believe. And so they start heading there and this is where Raquel's in the back seat and then she just starts having a full on anxiety panic attack she's crying she's sobbing she's you know not really able to catch her breath and so they have to pull over and give her a second and then again in this moment the way that all the girls were banding together just to support her in 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 her moment of panic was nice to see because it just again shows like okay we can actually still be human beings even though at the time, we really don't care for some of the things and and behaviors that Raquel has displayed thus far. We can still feel bad for her in this situation. So that was nice to see. However, once we get past that point, we then get to the dinner where the girls all go out to dinner. This is now where Charlie is uh, shown up for the trip. Um, So everyone's at dinner. And then I guess... Somewhere along the way, Raquel decided, you know what? I'm not going to take this crap from uh, Lala anymore. And I'm not going to, like, take these digs about Oliver. It's clear somewhere along the way, someone told Raquel that Lala was just pissed off that Oliver didn't pick her. And I think in Raquel's head, this is, like, a competition. Like, she's just, like, she seems like one of those people. Like, if I can be 100% honest, she reminds me of, like... When I was in my early 20s, my group of friends, we all met this guy. I don't want to say his name, but he was very similar to Raquel. He was new onto the scene. He really wanted to, like, I don't know if he moved to D.C. or he had just driven into the city. Nonetheless, he had come to a house party that we were all invited to. And he totally... Older Raquel, he got really drunk. He started making out with people's uh, significant others. Not that they weren't in the wrong as well, but that's a whole other story. But the point was is that he was just so excited to be in a room where he was invited and a part of something that he was like a kid in a candy shop. So he just needed that constant validation. So the drunker he got the more he would be flirting with people or hanging all over guys or trying to make out with people and some people obliged. So it was this whole thing. And by the end of the party, people basically wanted him out. So then he was thrown out of the party. It was a complete mess. And so this is what this reminded me of, this, this behavior. It's like someone who's like, she wants everything now and like validation, 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 um, specifically from men. But it's interesting because Katie had a confessional where she says it seems like Rachel Raquel only is interested in guys who are partnered, married, or like in, are involved with someone else. Which was interesting because at that time, none of this had happened yet. So it's interesting to see what people's perception is based on her behavior at that point. Um, so that stood out to me in the episode. But when we get to the dinner with the girls in in uh, Vegas you know, the conversation comes up and Raquel basically says, look, Lala, like, you know, you slept with James when I was with him. And, you know, Lala's like, yeah, but that was six years ago, babe. You have to, you have to move on. You have to move on. And so I'm going to pause there because I think that's an unfair statement to make. The difference for me would be if Raquel brought that up, but she knew about it from six years ago. Like if she had found out and confirmed this information about James and Lala. All right, guys, I wanted to take a little break so I could talk to you about Gali Nutrition. Gali Nutrition is an inventive, people-focused nutrition company committed to providing innovative products that make taking your daily supplements simple and delicious. Their products are formulated with quality ingredients you can pronounce and flavors your taste buds will actually enjoy. And that's not all, guys. I really enjoy that Gali has a Gali for Good initiative where they're committed to playing a profound role in supporting the health of our planet as well as our local communities. So you can save 10% on your first order at Gali Nutrition uh, by using code Says at checkout. Again, the code is Says for 10% off at Gali.com. Now let's get back into the episode. Six years ago, when they were like in the beginning of their relationship and she brought it up, I would say, okay, well, you need to move on because this has been six years now. But that's not been the case. Technically speaking, Rachel just found out and got confirmation that that happened. And yes, her relationship with James is over, but that doesn't mean that she's got to move on from it just because Lala's had the time to move on from it. That's my opinion. Um, so she, in my opinion, she was in the right to call that out and say, you, you're being hypocritical. You slept with James when I was with him. So what is this like, all of a sudden now you're like Mother Teresa. And not to mention, you did sleep with a married man. Regardless of whether you knew at the time or not, you were sleeping with a married man. So that obviously triggered Lala. She doesn't like that narrative. I think she also doesn't like it because Raquel was not around for the Randall stuff like when all of that was popping off. So I think, again, in her mind, she's like, you're not going to use my story for your gain to get camera time or whatever. So I can understand that from from a certain angle. But the truth remains, that's a fact. So if anybody in my opinion, that should have probably laid low on their opinions about people being with other people's man, just for the simple fact that my situation doesn't look all that good and I'm still trying to prove the point that I didn't know that Randall was married, I would probably not say as much in this moment. In this moment, not now. This, I mean, I'm not saying Lala doesn't have a right to say me now. Of course she does. Ariana's her friend. Um, and regardless, she's going to stick by her friend as she should, But in this moment, I felt like, "Mm, you're being a little loud. But then Katie chimed in and was like, look, I'm going to be 100% honest with you, Raquel. I could have lit your ass up for trying to make out with Schwartz. And then this is where it gets interesting because then Raquel was like, I know, but I didn't actually do it. And then Lala had to remind her, no, you didn't do it because he didn't do it. You weren't the stand-up girl in the situation who walked away. You would have allowed it to happen. He was the one that didn't, like, actually do it. So that was interesting and also very true because it's like, yeah, you didn't kiss him. But if he had leaned in and, and obliged, you would have, right? So that that's where it's like that part for me is a little sticky. If you're trying to build a friendship with someone like Katie, you probably shouldn't be flirting or doing anything like that with her husband because technically they were still married at this point they're just separated and going through the divorce so if you're trying to build a friendship with katie why are you why are you even entertaining the flirtation with schwartz like she rachel's a grown woman she's 28 years old she could have easily been like no that's not my vibe there's like so many other guys can you pick somebody else but because she's so juvenile you know emotionally and mentally in my opinion she's going to take whatever's thrown at her. She just likes the attention. And I do believe there are certain people that are only interested in men who are already not available, that are taken. Because in their mind, it's like, wow, I'm that special that you will walk away from your situation and come over to me. That's the vibe I get from her. So the dinner doesn't go well. Charlie's kind of like on the same page, like kind of, saying like lala that's kind of hypocritical but nonetheless you know charlie's just getting there trying to sort out what's going on and so i guess katie lala and christina kelly leave to go back to the house and raquel and charlie keep the night going and i guess they keep partying the next morning Raquel and Charlie wake up and they decide, you know what, maybe this isn't the vibe anymore. Maybe we should just head back to L.A. and we should go to the Schwartz party tonight. And Raquel's like, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think we need to go now. This is not working out for me. So they get dressed. They pack their stuff. Um, Lala, Katie, Christina Kelly are out on the back porch having their little morning coffee, catching up. And then here come Raquel and Charlie. And they're like, look, so basically what's going to happen is we're going to leave. This isn't the vibe. um, And we're going to go to the Schwartz party tonight. And then Katie's looking at them like, okay. Like, are you serious, girl? Like, we just had this conversation last night. Actually, not just last night. They had it at Vanderpump Paris because Katie's mom even had to chime in to say, no, they are very much still entangled, even though they're separating and divorcing. This is a hard time. So, like, let's give them a little grace. Let's not try to put all this stuff out there. And if you're really her friend, don't basically don't be a hoe. Don't be a hoe. So they had just had this conversation where... Katie was like, look, Raquel, I could have lit your ass up for trying to make out with Schwartz. So I guess Raquel took that as, okay, game on, biatch. So she's like, I'm going to go to the Schwartz party tonight. (sighs) And Christina Kelly goes, oh, okay. And then Charlie's like, it's not like that, Christina Kelly. It's not like that. Stop it. And then they walk Raquel and... um. Lala have a few words of exchange and Lala's like look I don't care about Oliver I have a problem that you called me a mistress for the second time Um, but we're not going to talk about this safe travel so she kind of shuts the conversation down they leave but then they make sure to leave in Charlie's audio bite where she says don't ever invite Christina Kelly ever anywhere um, with her dry ass hair she needs to put her lip balm on and I was like oh wow Look at Charlie. I have to say, Charlie really, she really surprised me this episode. Up until now, I forgot Charlie was even on the show. But this episode, she made sure she was visible. She was delivering some one-liners, and I was, I was here for it. I like, I, I kind of like Charlie now. I hope we get to see more of her. Um, so the girls, Raquel and Charlie, they drive back to L.A. because they're going to go to the Schwartz party. And then Katie, Lala, and Christina Kelly go to this like country hoot scooting bar, which was like lackluster. They also went to a lake that they hung out at probably for like an hour. I felt like those scenes were so blah and made it more clear that maybe we should have invited Sheena. I I don't know. I just feel like it was a weird trip or a weird group of people to bring on a trip. Um... So they go out and this is where, uh, they are at the country bar and I didn't realize this, but, um, Christina Kelly apparently was pregnant during that time. So it made sense. Cause I noticed, I was like, oh, is she sober too? Because she only ordered a soda water with a lime, but it was cause she was pregnant. So Katie's the only one drinking, which I don't know how fun that would be. If you're just the only person that's out having a cocktail when two of your friends aren't able to drink. But, uh, so it was, a, I don't know, it looked like a weird, unnecessary scene. It was very short, too. Like, there wasn't much to it, except for the guys that walked in that Lala was like, oh, my vagina's calling. Um. So she invites the guys over to hang out at their table, and then they just move on to the next scene. So I don't know if maybe just nothing really came of it, or it just wasn't that interesting. But, um. so then we get to L.A., we have the Schwartzy party, and you have James Kennedy, Tom Sandoval, and a couple of their friends. And then Sheena comes with Brock. And then all of a sudden we get Lala and, sorry, not Lala, Raquel and Charlie walking up to the Sky Bar. And it's as if all of Tom Sandoval's bad acting skills came into play. You know, like it's just like, the over, like, over-shocked facial expressions. And, oh, what wow, Raquel's here. Oh. That was weird and very clear that, like, you knew she was going to be here tonight. Like, you, you absolutely were talking to her beforehand. So I don't buy that that was the case. Also, that little clip at the end when they hug and then you see Tom's face all, like, light up when he sees her is very telling and also to the to the story that i was talking about earlier about uh jamie Allovers podcast where they say that after this night they go over to saddle ranch this is that night that that they were talking about it's interesting seeing all this play out so i'm i'm excited to see next week's episode because now we're gonna have more of an inkling of maybe there's more signs that we wouldn't have noticed before because so scandalous right i mean it really is a scandal guys i mean i know a lot of people are trying to bring up the fact and you guys i'm gonna say this too i will call raquel rachel or raquel rachel as much as i want i just want to put that out there you don't need to you don't please stop correcting me um because that is her legal name i'm not calling her by a name that's not hers she chooses to go by raquel that's fine we're all upset with her so her name's going to be rachel it's fine because the judge is also going to address her as Rachel because that's what her name is on the paperwork on March 29th. But nonetheless, a lot of people are claiming like this is hypocrisy at its finest. All of them cheat. All of them do X, Y, and Z to each other. Why is this any different? Well, the big difference is, is that a lot of times when people have cheated on the show, it's been with someone who's not significantly a part of the friend group. Outside of Jax and Kristen... There hasn't been, you know, a situation like that. and And to be very clear, when that whole situation with Jackson Kristen happened on the show years and years ago, that was a big, big scandal for the season. It's just the difference was nobody knew what was coming until they watched. Now things break in the news or through us. Um so that's why things it's hard to keep storylines just as just on the show because people talk people leak things and whatnot but to be clear that was a big scandal the Chris- Kristen and jack's affair was not something that people breezed over it was i think had that happened now it would be just as big a scandal all. with all the social media and the, the new the pop culture news outlets reporting on things more now than they did back then yeah absolutely i think it would have been just as big but the interesting thing about this episode, too, is that, you know, we we obviously see Ariana in one scene. She's just had to uh, say goodbye to her best friend, her dog, which is heartbreaking, guys. Like, I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate seeing it. I hate hearing about it. I dread it. I love dogs. they are your best friend. I get it, Ariana, I get it. you know I sometimes I not sometimes more often than not, I prefer animals to humans because humans can be just so disgusting sometimes. um, but anyways, my heart goes out to her, and um you know, I'm sure it's hard for her right now, but The good news is, guys, is that, you know, Ariana is back on the social medias and um, I'm happy because I feel like, you know, she just she did go away to Mexico last weekend for a friend's wedding, which was probably a much needed distraction for her with everything that's going on. But, you know, it's crazy to me that all of this has happened in just two weeks. It was like a lot of stuff to pack in, in two weeks, you know? So it's it's been a journey for her. I'm, I'm a little stressed only because it's like they both own that house together. And it's like, well, what are they going to do? I mean, they're going to have to sell it, I guess. But I, I've heard that there's some liens on the house because of Tom taking out money to put into Schwartz and Sandy. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that she's going to have to get sorted out. That she probably isn't going to feel like sorting out just because once you're in that position, you don't even want to deal with that person. And I hear that he's still coming into the house and making it uncomfortable because his stance is if she's uncomfortable, she can leave, which is such a dick move. Um, but nonetheless, she did post for the first time since um, the scandal of, all, of it all broke. And she wrote, hi, where to begin I want to express my most sincere gratitude for the outpouring of love and support I have received from friends, family, and people I've never even met in the last two weeks. When I have felt like I couldn't even stand, you all have given me the strength to continue and see me through my darkest hours. To say I have been devastated and broken is an understatement. However, I am not in this alone. So many of my closest friends are also grieving this loss right now and reeling from this betrayal on so many levels. I'm so effing lucky to have the best support system in the world, and I hope I can repay every single person for the love you have shown me. What doesn't kill me, better run. Love, Ariana. Now, see, I love this for so many reasons. I love it because Ariana is, she's a cool, lovely chick and deserves all the good things, right? Especially right now. But I really appreciate that she's saying whatever doesn't kill me better run because it signals to me that she is ready to deal with this at the reunion. There's been a lot of stuff going on that they're trying to film and get into the show, but this reunion is going to be intense. I feel like this is going to be one of the most intense reunions that we've seen, even of the housewives. So You know, it's March 23rd is when they're set to film the reunion. And now remember the court date for the restraining order between Lala and I'm not sorry, not Lala, Raquel and Sheena is set for March 29th. But I have a feeling that Raquel will probably not go ahead with the restraining order because I feel like Sheena has a lot of things working in her favor, and she's ready to go defend herself on the 29th. So I don't think Sheena's worried, not one bit. Um, It's also unclear what exactly happened in New York. It seems like there was some sort of scuffle, but it's not clear if she did shove her or put her hands on Raquel, allegedly. So I guess we'll find out what really happened on the reunion. Because I feel like they would want to wait for the reunion to, like, reveal some of these things. Um, But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to continue to watch the show. Because, like I said, this last episode, the end of it, is where things allegedly start to pick up between Tom and Raquel. So, we're definitely going to have our antennas up for the remaining part of the season. At least until we catch up to the scandal of it all. But before I go... Um, I will leave you with a couple reminders. I am looking for some feedback. I am looking to start doing some lives on YouTube, but I want to do fun lives where we're either recapping shows or we're discussing them. Um, But nonetheless, I would love to hear what you guys would like. If you're on the YouTubes and you like jumping on lives, I have not officially done a live on my YouTube channel. I tried to do one, but My streaming software, I was not really acclimated to using, and so it didn't really work. So I'm going back to the drawing board, but I thought it'd be a good idea to get some of your feedback on what you would like to see on those lives. Also, um, there have been some news going around, or not some, there is news going around that TikTok will be banned here in the United States. Yes, this is seemingly becoming more and more real. Thank you to the Republican Party. Thank you, Joe for trying to ruin everyone's life. I don't know. Um, So in that, I want to tell you, I am also on Instagram at Giorgio Says. I'm also on the YouTubes and I obviously have this podcast. So um, if something were to ever happen, which I'm hopeful that we turn this corner and that doesn't happen, but if it does know that I am not going to be lost in the sauce. I'm still out here. I'll still be talking and saying what I feel like saying. Um, But I hope you guys all have an amazing, safe, beautiful weekend. And until next week's episode, I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.